Here comes the biggest news ever. Trek Off the Motion Picture is available on Amazon Prime. That's right. The movie version of the podcast you're listening to. An actual movie. A motion picture on Amazon Prime. Available in the United States and the UK. Just go on Amazon and search for Trek Off. The word Trek Off. One word. And you can watch us. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you can you can like rent us or buy us. We're available on DVD on Amazon. But like streaming on Amazon Prime. And listen, please watch because it really helps us out. And share it. Give us good reviews. And share it on your Facebook page stuff, man. I'm just excited. Check out the motion picture. Warning, the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. Why am I doing My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. I'm not really Justin. I'm evil Justin. Uh-oh. I've been evil Justin the whole time. Um, didn't you know? No. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, you do have kind of that dark side. I really should have suspected it, if I'm being uh, honest. Uh, it's just so- really a lack of perception on my part. I should be ashamed. Yeah, no. I've, I don't know if you've noticed me putting things in my eyes. Um... Uh, of course, we're, I'm getting um, then that you're not happy about it. I actually think it's pretty cool. No, I think it's cool too. I think it's cool too. I, okay. you know, I'm I'm surprised. Because oh, I'm so, gonna be very annoyed, like when you're all like fine with this fucking albino Klingon dude. Yeah, no, no, no. So here's but like this is the this is the thing that you're not fine. It's almost like was it this episode? It was. It was. Yeah. I think it was this episode when they like disintegrated and exploded a dude yeah and you're like that's not fine but or that is fine but saying fucking well goodness gracious now how can i watch this with my kids all right so let's so so let's <laughs> let's set ourselves in time um we're not going to spend the entire time talking about the mirror universe because we just talked about the mirror universe but there are things to talk about no, but the latest that just happened in this episode the and latest episode of discovery awesome. that, that just came out um so, uh, so let's just get to it. There are two major things that happen in this la- latest episode of Discovery. The, uh, I mean, there are many things. Right. It's the, episode, what episode number is it? It's just so people. I don't know. I, what's the, I, I don't remember the name of the episode of a, a Star Trek. You know, in years in the future, I'll know all these names. Um, well, yeah, but you need to know it now, motherfucker. What the fuck? Um, uh, the name of this episode. Was do 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 a vaulting ambition. Okay. Um. Uh. So. Yeah. Um. The two major things happened this episode is one they dealt with some of our problems with uh, Ash Tyler. Um. In that they said they said that there was uh, an element of genetic manipulation that went into making him what he was. That there was actually an Ash Tyler at one point. That they right, which which they helped grafted, a little bit. They and, grafted and, his DNA and kind of grew an Ash Tyler around. Um, let around me still Vulcan. be clear about this, though. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna more or less just let it go because it's a, an interesting, like, storyline and idea, uh, and gives a lot uh, for them to do. A lot for him to do, a lot for her to do, a lot for everybody to do. Like, there's a lot of, you know, people, fuck, how do you feel about this, right? Um, so it is really intriguing in that way, especially since there's, like, the implication seems to be that there's some kind of war happening inside the body, so to speak, uh, for dominance, which is interesting. So there's a lot of interesting things going on story Like it's wise. Like it's rejecting the, the transplant, almost. Or, I mean... The other way around, right? Like the transplant has become so yeah. Real they do. To there him. is a moment when he's there in sickbay where he's Ash Tyler again. He absolutely is, and he's like, "Help me!" And I think the implication is that that the bonds that he formed with people as Ash Tyler is, is something they didn't anticipate. Uh, and they, that they couldn't have anticipated, you know, sort of with the perspective they were coming from, which is like Federation bad and whatnot. Um, and I think that is what's leading to uh, an inability to fully let go 
of the ash thing and be and be Vogue. But I do I like having watched it again because Mr. A hadn't seen it, so I watched it again so he could see the last episode. And like even if he had not brought up well, we even did a whole test to see if you'd been brainwashed, and it's really, really effective. Like that bothered me. Cause just don't even have that line in there and I'm and I'm like probably a good thirty percent happier than I am right now in terms of of their explanation. Cause it's like so you checked for different personalities and engrams or whatever <laughs> whatever the jargon jargon is, but missed this? That doesn't I don't know really... that I don't know that's part of your basic checkup to assume you know, we don't know if this has ever been done before as far as the Federation is. No, I understand. He said that, though. He says it to him. Ah, uh, yes. They, they checked for That's what I'm saying. Like, and it struck me even more this time because I'd already seen it once. And when he said that, I'm like, see, I feel like that's when my real beef started. Like, I, I do think that the whole rearranging and all that stuff seems, it seems pretty out there. But I mean, there is there is a certain amount. If you if you'll forgive my saying so, um, given that this is your Star Trek, and given that we are so very old, um, <laughs> that, that there is a certain amount of get off my lawn that you've had about this show. That while you like the show, Sarek's not this way, and their family's not this way, and Klingons aren't this way, and they can't do that. Like it's 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 ultimately. Well, no, you I, I granted your point. You know, what's interesting is Mr. A was totally on my side, and when we were talking about it after the episode. And I brought up some of the points that you brought up about, like, sort of the Klingons having this outward appearance of, like, culturally honor, and that's, you know, a big deal. Uh, frequently, <laughs> it winds up being not true. And he was like, ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of got a point. I was like, you know what? Yeah, he does. Right? So that's part of Thank what's going to help me get okay with it, honestly. But... But they also have hair. So... There's that. Part. Yeah, I mean, and I've I lo- I I think at this point, being so uh, interested in the storylines, I've kind of more or less let go of it. It's still annoying, and I still don't like it. Um, but because like here's one example, like the Andorian we see, he looks like a fucking Andorian, and I can see that they've made some some subtle changes to him to like make it their own. But it's not like this crazy looking, that's supposed to be an Andorian. You know what I mean? I just, I wish they had used a lighter touch like that with, uh, with the Klingons. But we've, ha- we've talked that uh, about that a lot. In w- with respect to this, I think I would just, it would be even, it would have been even easier for me to just like be okay with shit if he, if he hadn't said that line to him about, checking for brainwashing and implanted memories or whatever and like you know it's really effective that bothered me like you first of all why do you have that and why is this the first time we're ever hearing about it which is kind of odd timeline wise right second of all like now I'm, i'm really like how the fuck did you miss this dude like what kind of fucking doctor are you? What kind of what kind of ship are you running here? Um, but all that shit aside, it is a very interesting storyline. Yeah, and I'm that. and I'm just trying to be like, go, all right, let that shit yeah. go because it's gonna just drag me down and yeah, stop no, me from I mean, enjoying I, the story. I'm having a similar issue on Agents of Shield right now, which I keep re- referencing, um, specifically. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. right now is dealing pretty heavily with the Kree aliens um, and mm. up to this point in the MCU and <clears throat> largely in the comics the Kree have been bald um, uh, or have worn like weird hoods like the Destroyer in the first Guardians of the Galaxy or you know or had a mohawk like um, like Yondo um, or like in general the Kree that we're seeing um all the all the extras Cree on uh, on Agents of Shield are are pretty much bald uh, for the most part, but the main Cree that we meet has like a mostly human like haircut, and I just get the sense that the actor didn't want to get rid of the haircut. 
and didn't really feel like wearing all the bald stuff and just sort of feels that way. And every time I see him, the actor's doing a good job. I really like the storyline, everything, but I see him and I'm just kind of like, I get that this is a thing. Um, I and really I th- hope in that case, I haven't seen it, but I really hope in that case, it's not a question of like, there's no question that. it's not talked about it's just it's the no, case I, i'm saying I, i'm speaking in you know like the real world with respect to the actor i hope it isn't what you're saying just like i don't wanna i'm hoping there's like some sort of a like legitimate sure. like a allergy or some legitimate reason why not because yeah that's I, just, to me you're on agents of shield which is a well-established show sure it's like, the flagship of Marvel TV. Like fucking do your job. Yeah, I don't, don't, look, don't but, be but all whiny about your fucking I don't know that that's hair. what it is. I don't right? want to make any accusations about the the the. I actor. don't know either, I but no that's why idea. I'm saying I hope it's something because I know, like for instance, on um, uh, Farscape, which I I really enjoyed, um, the blue chick on that who looks so cool, she's so hot and amazing, I love her, uh. But it, but part of I think why you met she her ulti- too isn't that cool? <laughs> anyway, go on. I think part of why she ultimately left the show was she couldn't do the makeup anymore, not because she was unwilling, uh, but because it was damaging her. Like yeah, it was I know that. that her Ill I health. know that Dax um, also had issues where she had very sensitive skin to light and stuff, and there are the episodes were like were like a shuttlecraft crashes and she's stuck inside when everybody else goes outside is specifically because of reactions her skin has to sunlight and stuff. So I'm, I'm, you know, that's yeah, at least like what I, I heard. I'm totally like, there's nothing you can do about the fact that like, you've got whatever you sensitive skin, health issues. Sure. Yeah. You can what only do have you, you. Do. like, the, you know, work, we work around that, but like, I am, I, I hate it as a, well, I'm not willing to do that. Like, yeah, what the no. fuck? Usually you're, you're you getting that. really good money to do an awesome show. Like fuck you. Um, like I would shave my head. I think I, I would look horrible with a shaved head. But if I was on any of those shows and they asked me to, I would do it in a second. I think we, as as viewers of almost anything, I think we as viewers have an issue when we can feel the hand of the author or feel the hand of the artist or feel that like like when we are reminded like the Klingons the problem with the Klingons is not that they look good or bad or anything like that it's that you can tell it's just that the designers wanted to make something cool and when I'm watching Star Trek I don't want to think about the design yeah and and, and like I've like my my beefs I still hold true like by putting so much um prosthetic between you and the and the character uh and and changing the voice doing all this stuff um it loses some of like yeah like there's you're trying to kind of get through that muck to get to what they're saying and understand what they're saying like right now when ash is speaking klingon and stuff that doesn't bother me at all. It's great because I can see ex- like the expressions in his face so much better. I can sure. hear him so much better. I don't feel like it's like this poor guy is trying to act around all these crazy prosthetics that they Because I don't want to like, think about the fact that he's acting. That's me, exactly the thing. like and I and when he's when he's not in all that makeup, I don't. Right? He's really good. I mean, all the actors on the show. They're really the show stellar. Is, is stunning acting wise, yeah. Just amazing. Like, I mean, like I said, watching it again, like the scene where you know where Michael, like right after getting to the ship, has to like kill that dude, and it's like she's on instinct, she's fighting back, and then she stabs him, and it's like that moment that after, right after, just the look on her face. Oh my god. It's so crushing. You totally understand. You totally feel her. Well, let's um, talk about the let's talk about the big the big reveal. Um, Lorca is evil. Lorca. He's actually mirror Lorca. Evil Lorca. He's mirror Lorca. He's been Lorca. mirror Lorca the whole, the whole time. time. And I I'm gonna tell you, dude, that I was so excited. Boppy, just lay down for the love of uh, God. Sorry, my my little boppy dog is just. 
just digging. Hey, dog, you're not allowed on this podcast. Sorry. <laughs> she All doesn't right. have an opinion. She's just digging. Yeah. Um, so I love, 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 loved it. And it, because, and, I, and I'm like so tempted and I haven't had a, uh, an opportunity yet, but I want to start back from the very, maybe not the first episode, but once. Lorca's once Lorca's introduced, yeah. Yes, I'm thinking about going back there and re and and rewatching because it explains so much about his behavior that be that before now we were just I I remember while we were watching it being like that's so weird like what's with this like like when the mission to to clock the you know, sort of to do the thing so that they could figure out the frequencies or whatever to uh, overcome the Klingon uh, cloaking device. Like, he didn't want her to go. And it was, and, and because, particularly with the character we had been presented with up until then, it was fucking odd. It was like, I don't understand. Like, and at, the, at the time, I was kind of annoyed by it. Because it took me out of the moment and I felt like you were talking about like the head of the writer, like, like they're like, well, we can't, I mean, it's Michael, like she's like the main character of the show. We can't put her in harm's way, right? She can't die or what have you. And this was like, oh my God, it totally makes sense now why he didn't want her to go. Like he, he's got some weird, creepy daughter turned sexual relationship thing with her and yeah. that's why he didn't want her to go like i like reflecting on certain shit i'm like oh in retrospect that makes it so fucking cool yeah yeah it's i mean the only issue that i had the only thing i chafed against the very first thing i did when the episode was done is i googled whether or not we've ever seen the light thing oh yeah um, no that yes. did bother me because that's not true and that's yeah, and that's, and that's never been thing. the case. The enterprise, is not, the enterprise is not lit differently. The DS9 episodes doesn't show. I'm trying to think if there's a time we've ever seen the Mirror Universe characters go outside, and I don't think there is. I don't think we've ever seen outside or a bright light. Um, and certainly, you know, these people were not, you know, squinting all the time, you know, until the bright light of the sun was shown. So I don't know that it contradicts Anything? I mean, it really feels like it does. Like when she said it, it really felt like, wait, what? Because they, uh, uh, it's certainly not been established before now. I did like the idea. I don't know which hey, episode it was. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm going to retcon something. Check this out. You notice whenever they're in the mirror universe, they shoot everything like darker with more shadows and stuff to make it creepier. This is why. This is why. This is I'm a, just saying, like, an in-universe explanation for the different for lighting. For a moment, it made me go, okay, fine. Like, cause, because it's such a cool and interesting twist that I didn't see coming that I felt like was clearly planned for, as opposed to, like, you know, when Bashir was all of a sudden genetically engineered. Because I can, I can remember, like, little breadcrumbs that in the moment when they were happening, I just thought we're so strange. I'm like, what the fuck is she so important for? Like, just because she's the the main character of the show. Like, it just, this is some meta shit, yeah. and I don't like it. And this explains that it isn't. Like, this yeah. was, there's a reason she is important to him, and that's why things have gone the way that they have gone. And there's a plausible place in which it makes sense for him to have been switched. Cause like what occurs to me is that the, the their Lorca, the, you know, sort of regular universe Lorca is dead. Yeah. That he no. died in that ship situation that he talks about surviving. You know what? No, he's not. He's, he's here's replaced. the thing. He's, he's first season dead. He's the big third season reveal. That's he's the big, <laughs> you know, we, here's the ship. Who's this? Lorca. Da, da, da. Da, like da, da. And the thing and the thing is too that I thought was really interesting. Like and and I thought it was just sort of this poetic thing uh when she's talking about being there and and how it's sort of sucking out her soul and changing her and uh and and that being scary and she's like even the light here is different. Like and you don't see it really like it doesn't look like oh yeah, it's totally different light. Um but you understand it. You know what I mean? Where it would just feel 
different for someone in that scenario. And I thought it was, and I really loved that bit of writing and I really loved that whole thing. Uh, so I, I loved the reveal so much that I was just like, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to let you guys have this whole stupid, all of a sudden, the only difference between us is that we're at like light sensitive because that doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Fine. Um, and I was annoyed. They gave her like 10 names. And, and none, none of them, them could be none, none I, of them could be like granddaughter of the original. Yeah, there's not there. No, I, like, I come on, man. You gave her like a litany of names. Like you couldn't have just had one. Come on. Yeah. But whatever. Um, That's fine. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. And her it, oh her the I mean the art direction in the mirror universe, her costuming, um, her sword oh that cool little like th like oh i love that part because it's so brutal and it communicates oh the, so the, little, the little throwing star that yeah, goes through everybody's little, head like, like crazy throwing star that's like a boom a boomerang throwing star with like yes melty shit it's a in battering it. it's a battering throwing star it's it was insane, and it just goes around uh, and fucking penetrates everybody's skull spash, lands spash, beautifully spash, in spash. her hand Live long and prosper, motherfuckers. Right, and then she turns to the other dude. She's like, can you keep a secret? He's like, yep. Yep. Like, yep, you know what yep. I mean? Like, it's like, yes. Good. Yes, I can. Yes, yes. <laughs> Imagine if he went, well, I don't know. No way. I mean, no way you watch that happen. It's and uncomfortable. You know, people start talking. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do. There's just, there's no other answer to that. And it, that's what makes it, it's such... A genuine moment, <laughs> like yeah. could you? Because you could just so imagine being the dude, not yeah. dead after that, and being like, "Holy shit!" And she's like, "That's amazing." Can, can I trust? Can you? Can you keep a secret? Yep, that's amazing. Sure can. <laughs> you betcha. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. Um, uh, I am happy about it. I think that that. The show continues to surprise. My big thing about the show is that it can tell story. And I said this last time, it can tell stories that you couldn't tell on straight episodic television, right? You uh -huh. couldn't just have, you know, one day. I mean, it's like when Bashir suddenly, boom, he was genetically engineered. There was no, you know. There wasn't. No, yeah, there was. There was no groundwork clearly no that. groundwork played, laid for you know, that. And, 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 and it was like, here. oh, Bashir also was a changeling that whole time. You know, when he was doing the brain surgery on Barile changeling yeah. you know like and so i think that and there are still convenient things here like when when you know cool cleon chick like puts on the weird laser gloves and boom she just fixes his brain like when did she become a crazy neurosurgeon like okay fine whatever <laughs> just because we need to have him fixed but but it was awfully convenient. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. and anticlimactic and weird. But there are so... F I feel like as we continue on, there's far fewer uh, of those kinds of things than there are of the cool, meaty stuff. Like, I mean, getting to see Saru when he's like, oh, oh you didn't know. Oh yeah, can we yeah. talk about that? Eating sir, or eating whatever species oh, service. The what? ganglia or whatever. Oh, oh my gosh. It was so hard looking at her face and being like, Oh, you gotta do it, yeah. Michael. Don't don't look disgusted. You gotta think oh, you, you gotta say it's great. No. Oh like yeah. you're so with her. But yep. I'm saying like we've not we've not seen a whole lot of Saru having like a backbone. Yeah. Well um, now you get to actually see his backbone. Um <laughs> stop. No, I'm being <laughs> It was cool, the conversation he had with the Klingon chick when he's asking for her help and she's all like, we're at war, blah, 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 yada, yada. Girl, I'm a Klingon. And he's just like, oh, oh, nobody told you. Yeah. Um, we're not even in our universe anymore. So, like, you've lost and that shit doesn't even matter. Know what I mean? So you could, like, help us or you could continue to be a little bitch. Like, and it was just such a great... It was so cool to see him uh, be assertive like that in a way that we've not seen before. And I feel like there's... um, It's like he was entrusted with 
the command and and instead of buckling under it, I I believe he's risen to the occasion. Yeah, no, he uh, knows he knows really what cool he's doing. To see. I like I uh, like seeing that arc. I feel like the show is is like when the show ended. I yeah, I looked up the light thing, but in general, I was like, this is so good. This is oh, yeah. so like good. when it ended, I was like, damn it, why can't I watch the next one right now? Yeah, this is this whole so... having a wait a week thing is fucking with me. And I'm starting to think, right? Okay, so the whole Paul thing too. We finally Yeah, let's get... talk about that. I you know, last weekend we complained about there not being Yep. Um I will say that while I'm happy it happened, I feel like in in many ways the um the opportunity was lost. Um, yeah, just, I just feel like by waiting, it does a it it does a weird delay. Th- but I still felt um, their connection, and there was a be- it, it almost felt a little bit more like <laughs> like the end of Ghost uh, than yeah. and, and yeah, that is a beautiful moment. And I and I did like the moment that they and of course I did. I cried, you know. All of course you, know, you did. I knew I knew that you would. But you know, I will say that the actor playing Stamets. Um, in this episode, I have to say I don't feel like he was up to the task that he's been able to do before. And maybe, you know, it's absolutely clear that this was the 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 third plot line. And maybe they were fast. I, it seemed to me he didn't have the depth that he's had in other episodes. And it might well be that, you know, on a show, I know the show was done on a budget. I know that they just is, didn't is, have ex- the time. Yeah. Expense, as expensive as this show is, it might have been, look. We're going to shoot you in, you know, this is the bottle part of the show. We're going to shoot you on our sets. You're going to run. All right, we got to go here. Let's just go, 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 go. Let's get it done. We got to go. Um, I didn't feel, you know, it felt very much like, I, I have a great example. Um, the, you know, spoiler alert for DS9 uh, for season six. Um, uh, Dax dies. And the, 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 it happens in an episode that's full of other expensive, important things for the show. All the Dax stuff in that episode seems rushed. Um, when she's talking to everybody else and she's like, you always did seem like good friends. It's a bad take. She doesn't do a very good job. And I get the sense that she's saying the line so fast. Everyone kind of is that this was the side stuff for they had eight days to make the episode. And it was very expensive and complicated episode. And this is the stuff that they, and I know from shooting that, you know, sometimes you got one day and you just got to get through all the scenes. Yeah. And if and, it's like a third tier story, right? A third yeah. string story, you're not, um, you're not going to get the same amount of attention. And you make the easy story to shoot the third string story. Um, yep. And you add to that, he's acting with himself, which yep. is always weird. Which is always hard. So he's acting yep. on a split screen. It's very technical stuff. Um, I just feel like the the depth that he's given us before, I didn't feel it. Um, I felt in, that way a little bit too. Like not enough that I felt like he sucked or anything. Because I know I he's did. good. I know he's good. And I've I watched know him he's good. good, and and he's really good and and nuanced and wonderful. And and I think that. Um, like in this in the scenes with um with his uh I guess husband? I, mean, yeah, I don't know if they're married. I think so, or, or partner. He says partner. He um, says my partner died, you know. Uh so he says I think that you you can see a marked difference in that interaction and I think it's part you know, I think part of it is not having to uh act with yourself, which is definitely a difficult thing to do. Well, but um, even even when he's with his partner, I don't see the depth that I saw them have even the first time they brushed their teeth. I mean, it just I didn't get. And, and then the story is giving you instead of giving you, I just found out you died or I'm finding your body or I'm dealing with your death. It's I'm in an alternate. You know, it's very much like, you know, we know that Avery Brooks is a great actor and that he can give, especially when it comes to grief, he can really show grief. But when mm-hmm. he's giving the speech to Dax's coffin at the end of that episode, he's like, I miss you, Dex, and I miss where you are, and the prophets are gone, and I don't know what to do about that. I've got to go somewhere. I've got to deal with it. Like, it's like, this is a scene that should be him weeping over Dax's coffin, and instead is a scene where he's doing that and giving you his other story and setting up that he's leaving and delivering exposition to the... And I feel very much like this is a scene where... We are learning what's going on with Stamets and basically that the other Stamets is the reason that they're there and the other Stamets is outside the door and this is a ghost version of... uh, So, like, so much is happening. The simplicity of the grief, you know, if you think of, you know, 
something as simple as, you know, like when when a character dies on Buffy, I won't say who, when a character dies on Buffy and um and Willow can't decide what snack to get out of the snack machine because what's the right snack to get when someone dies? There's something the, the simple humanity of that is much better than this in my opinion. This is, seems like it's trying to do too much and maybe not taking enough time to do all of it. So it's actually the weakest part of the episode for me and it should have made me cry and didn't. And I'm willing to cry. I'm not above crying on an episode. But <laughs> well, um, I think I I and maybe it was just, you know, me. I feel like um there was like some overtones of the nexus in there as well, like where he's just like, "Well, I'm I'm just going to stay here then." And I get that. Um and I think, you know, for whatever difficulties um the actor playing Stamets may have had uh, I felt like it was made up for like I don't know the other actor's name damn it and I feel terrible about that because I'm he's really good and I felt like he did a great job of being like but you honey you have to go back like you have to the 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 whole ship is counting on you not to mention the federation at large they need you um, and that was just, there was something so beautiful about it that that was the part that just really yeah, killed me, you know, cause he, he really, I, I felt like he really brought it for sure. Um, and I dug the fact that it made sense that they got there because of other Stamets essentially pulling them there through the, through the network. Right. And um, I feel confident. I don't. I. I don't know that they have spelled it out quite yet. But I feel confident that other him is not exactly is not exactly uh, a good guy. A good guy. Yeah. yeah. And the fact. So I correct me if I'm wrong because this is what it looked like to me. And I'm like, oh shit, how's that going to play out? It looked like they both woke up in each other's bodies. Yeah, no, I, I, like I, when he woke up, he woke up in evil Stamets. But he didn't. You think he did, but he didn't. I don't think he did. Really, That's, it's not super clear because then the one Stamets goes back. They're both doing the thing that they should be doing. I think it's it's just badly edited. I don't really? know that. Yeah, I, I guess I, we'll find out. We'll find out. You know, Sunday. Yeah. I, I'm. It's not as clear as I would have had because I think it'd be. be much more. Inter- I think it will be a much more interesting storyline if it is. Uh, that they have swapped that when yeah. they went back they you know somehow shit got crossed and they just sort of want because i mean it's the same like it shouldn't be a problem if he can't get back into his body or what have you he can still go home with them but i'm starting to think and i think i would really be okay with and like this outcome um that i'm not so sure they're ever getting home like hmm. it occurs to me that there is a possibility at this point that they don't make it out of the mirror universe, and maybe I, that because I feel like that will fix a large number of continuity problems. Like you won't. I fix don't the want whole that. Cyrus you know what? Here's the thing: but- I don't want them stuck in the mirror universe forever. I don't. They there's there's a story at home to um to wrap up. I mean, look, let me put this, if they're in the mirror universe. That could be very interesting and creating a coalition and spreading the idea of peace and understanding to a universe that doesn't know that. Um, and getting to have Giorgio back. Yeah. I, I mean, they um, can't keep, they, they're not going to be able to keep her. The reason she's only in two episodes is because she's Michelle. Yo, she's got stuff to do. Um, <laughs> she's uh, so cool looking in there. I mean, oh, she, and she's so awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the whole the and and I loved and I and I've always kind of dug this idea uh in and they've never quite said it before I feel uh up until now this idea that like even though you're in a multiple in a multiple in an alternate universe like certain souls spirits energy what have you are just were just drawn to each other regardless so that's why they're sort of together still in some way. It's not exactly the same or what have you, but they, but 
it's I have always thought that's kind of a cool idea. Um and it <laughs> certainly makes it make more sense when it seems to be the case anytime they go to the mirror universe. Like strangely enough, you know what I mean? Uh and I just think that's a really cool like they've never discussed it before. They've never had a oh, uh, this is why. Um and I dug that and it's and as a concept I I think is cool. So I'm and I I'm enjoying our time in the mirror universe, like extended time in the mirror universe for the first for the first time, like to the point where I'm like, okay, it's yeah. I mean, I want them. I want them in the continuity quite a bit, but (laughs) but I'm digging it. So I um I want to jump. I want to jump ship from discovery for a little while uh, and uh and on the back half of the episode i just want to talk about some cool stuff that we've been talked about because we've been doing last jedi and discovery forever um but i'm going to hit you with some stuff that you might not know um uh and get your reaction to it and also some stuff that i'm i'm realizing the first thing i'm realizing have you been watching the x files at all no because i was waiting mr i'd never seen all of the x files and i had not seen the last season because Which last season? The one two years ago? Yeah, because All I right. didn't want to see anything without Mulder. Uh, you know, just- I, I'll say this. The stuff without Mulder um, for watching the X-Files, um, some of it is good. I will say, I will go as far as to say this. Um, Robert Patrick in the in the role of Agent Doggett um, is actually, A, a really underrated actor and a, B, a really underrated character. Um uh, what I liked about uh, about Agent Doggett and the X Files is that it was not reasonable anymore to assume that Scully was a skeptic, um, because literally she had seen everything. Um, yeah, like and, and <laughs> to still be was, a skeptic after all that is yeah. willful. <laughs> what was great about Agent Doggett is he was totally different than Mulder. Is he was he was basically a beat cop that got shunted into the x-files after Mulder left he is a no-nonsense cop who um who isn't you know scully's sort of scientific open mind but really closed he was just kind of like this is bullshit what do you mean like it's um and so she got to be the Mulder, and he got to be the scully um and then the interjection of Mulder back into that story, I think, worked pretty well. A lot of people don't like those seasons. They're clearly at the end of the run of the X-Files. They were introducing new characters to be the new Mulder and Scully. Um, I'm glad they never went that way. Um, but you can feel the forcing of it. But I, I really like I say, watch the whole thing. I think it's worth it. Is it weaker than earlier seasons? Yeah. Like the Simpsons, right? Like the Simpsons are not as good now as they used to be. But they're still all right. they do the job entertaining yeah i mean so we had we we were we had been in the middle of a walk like a watch through because he'd not seen all because i don't think he had seen almost any of it i think he'd caught like a random episode here or there um but it's when you're when you're binge watching x-files in particular uh it can it can just kind of bring your your psyche down a bit. So like, yeah. we had to take a break, and we've uh, kind of been on a break ever since. So we just, we need to get back to it. Um, well, I will I, say this: I fully intend to. I really want to watch the new last Mac season. Files. I just wanted to come out on a limb and say, last season, the one from two years ago, had like four good episodes. It, I think it was only like eight episodes, four good episodes, and like four bad episodes. It was just half of it was not good. Um, it just was clunky, and it didn't work at all. Um, this season, which is going to be the last one, because Jillian Anderson's like, look, man, <laughs> enough. Well, I've she has enough. other shows like yeah. she's on. She's I've, I've worn enough pantsuits in my life. I'm done. Um, uh, let's not pretend she's not wearing a pantsuit on the other show that she's doing. There's so, She's a cop or something in, yeah. in another show. But, um, but uh, this season is great. This season has just been great. Really sci-fi, too. It's just yeah. really, really good. Um, I mean, speaking of of really good sci-fi, have you? Did you over the winter break? Did you watch Orville? Like I asked, I did not. I'm <sighs> sorry. I'm sorry. Things life got in the way. Um, uh, but here's the thing: I'm even not watching Flash, Arrow, uh, Flash, Arrow, um, and uh, Legends of Tomorrow, which tomorrow? I've been which I've been really really into in the past. Um, just because so many good things. I think the introduction of Discovery. 
and then Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. coming back, and then the rediscovery of how amazing Gotham is um, has been enough. And when we get light on shows, of course, Christmas, we watch Christmas movies. Um, and we've been watching more like movies lately um, and just splitting it over two days if we have to. Uh, and sure. now knowing knowing that Ash versus Evil Dead is coming back again um, oh, in, in so just good. a couple of weeks. Have you seen all of it up to now? No, I've only seen I, I think I see where I'm somewhere in, in season two, I believe. Yeah, it's so but great. It's, it's so great. It is. I mean, like it's totally uh, exactly. What it needs to, and look, I like you know I mean? Evil Dead. I like the super serious Evil Dead remake. Actually, I thought it was. I thought it was a. I haven't seen it, but it is. It is a. It is absolutely a reimagining of Evil Dead to being just a really scary, over the top, gory. Incredibly, I don't know, I just really, there's a special place in my heart. Here's the, the here's the thing. It's the I original think, and the fun of it, and the, I think you can have both. I think it's a fun exercise to watch it be that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I this is what I want. But it's fine too. I don't want a sequel to it. I want it to be out there as sort of, sort of an anomaly. You know, <laughs> let's, it's, I I enjoy it. I don't need more of it. But I would absolutely show it to people. Like, hey, you want to watch? But it wasn't like a failure. In the, some of the ones not that, at all. Where they've like not tried to redo a thing, and it's no, like, it's, okay, it's, it's really good. It's it's why I, did you even do it? You know, it's what really I mean? good. Um, but Ash versus Evil Dead is everything. Um, it's all the good things. Everything like, I wanted to see. It's got you know um, my Xena on there. Fucking why can't so we much. get um, like back up a bunch of money to Robert England? How um, well would Nightmare on Elm Street work as a as a series? Awesome. Uh, yeah, I've, like not I've, Freddy's Nightmares, where it's like a different story every week, but basically, you know, like the Scream series, which worked really well. A bunch of kids dealing with the fact that Freddy is after them, getting into the real psychology. How long? How how well could you work a Nightmare on Elm Street story? into a into a uh a long form storytelling that tv has become like like i want that now i would be so good now yeah that would be very interesting like like you you know and and you can put it in continuity it doesn't need to be out of continuity it can absolutely be you know follow the the freddy versus jason um template uh, in that, yeah, it's now been 15 years since freddy versus jason yeah. and nothing and and nothing has happened yeah, because Freddy vs. Jason came out when I was 28, so 13 years. Um, but by the time they get it made, it's been 15 years since Freddy vs. Jason. Um, and uh, everybody's forgotten about Freddy again. And he's right. an old town legend that nobody really believes because it's ridiculous. It's an urban legend and it's yeah. ridiculous and nobody believes and, in it. And frankly, if you look at how many kids Freddy has actually killed, um, you know, at the, at the time, it seems like a whole lot. But if you go, okay, you take this, you take the you know, the eight movies or whatever, and you'd say, and all of that was 15 years ago. And those eight movies took place over the case of, you know, 20 years, really. So yeah, yeah thir- I mean, honestly, 30, 30 kids died over 20 years, yeah. 20 years ago is yep. the today's kids are not going to care. Not, not at all. Like, I mean, that's just the, the cycle of paying attention right now. Yeah. Uh, so is so short. That it is absolutely a believable thing, right? That they yeah. just wouldn't like even dignify that with response yeah. or. And you can't you know, say in Robert Englund going, "I can't go, I can't physically do Freddy anymore." That's because Freddy got to be too physical, and you know, like, like let's. But bring he doesn't him back. have to be, is the thing, because he like you bring him back to the way he used to be. He doesn't have to be. You know this ninja fighting Freddy, well, and, like, fu- and fucking you've got stuntmen. I mean, the, Freddy is is practically in a mask, so you you really only yeah, need England for the close up, the, the acty bits. You like, know you could, like, like seriously, you could have England spend like four days doing Freddy, and just work out all of the movie, and do just have a stuntman play play Freddy for the entire series, and then just figure out where your close ups are, and just get England to do those. Like the green screen is good enough now. That you can't tell when it's green screen anymore. Can you tell me where the green screen is in Star Trek Discovery? I can't. I can't tell you where sets end. I know that it's a lot of digital sets, and I can't tell you where they are. It's just it's easy enough to do now. I think that 
a, a hard R Elm Street series would be way to go. That's what I would say. Anyway. Yeah, it would be. And I, and I, I'm speaking of the just I love the lighting on it. They 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 do such interesting things with the light. Um, I've, I've it's one of these things. It's weird, like a weird thing that's developed for me. Like when I'm watching stuff, like oh look at the look how that shot is lit. Oh, it's so beautiful. Uh, um, but you really of, you really need to watch Orville seriously because like I know speaking I know there's and one I, episode in particular like and I almost feel like you should if you don't have the time. Uh, skip and just watch that one because it is so topical to the world well, this, we're in this right summer now. will not it's have amazing. game of thrones everything's going to go away this summer and it won't have game of thrones i'm certain that we'll eventually catch up with it i'm i'm i i intend to we'll just see how long that takes um in other tv news you're going to love this um so the reason i bring up evil dead and x files and star trek and star wars is in the theater it's like we're in the 80s and 90s right now, right? I mean, that's like the number one movie is Star Wars that was then beaten out by Jumanji. Well, Star Trek is on TV with the X-Files. Fucking Roseanne is coming back. Um, you know, my wife was watching Will and Grace the other day. Um, yep. I love that uh, shit, man. I got to tell you, like, and, and Stranger Things, like, is just it's all the good 80s stuff. You know what I mean? Like with Yeah, but these are the actual eighties things. No, 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 I know, but I'm just saying, like, I, I I'm all for uh us culturally uh It's almost in, like a rejection with, with respect to media, uh living in the eighties. <laughs> it's 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 a it's it's almost like a rejection of the stuff that's come since. It's like a rewind to go, hold on, hold on. It was better before, wasn't it? Before yeah, we got when was on, the last time shit was really cool. Before Scream ruined it. Um, and Scream was great. I love Scream. Scream. I love. Oh, all, I love Scream. Uh, let me let me put it this way. I love all four Scream movies, even three and four, which aren't as good. And I love the TV yeah. series. I love Scream. I have not but watched the TV series, but it's it's totally different. But it's also really fun. Um, what I don't. Uh, what what Scream did do though is it made everything so meta, and Joss Whedon ruined it too with Buffy. As good as Buffy is, made everything so meta that a certain amount of sincerity was lost. Um. And I feel like we're we, we're dialing back the clock. Here's some news for you. Hulu, which maybe you saw when you were uh, still accessing Hulu. Uh, Hulu um, has bought the rights to Tiny Toon Adventures and Animaniacs. Um, Mr. A told me about this. He said yes. Animaniacs was coming back. And I yeah, said, not, I'm not sorry, only, Not only are all the reruns uh-huh. on of both of them, which which my kids uh, are, have not been as into Animaniacs as I want, but they are... A, Adoring Tiny Toons, which is funnier than I remember it being. Actually, Tiny yeah. Toons is is boy, it's a sharp show, and really, it's in its own way as bizarre and esoteric as as any man Animaniacs. It's really fun, um, but yeah, they're gonna. There's an order for two more seasons of Animaniacs. Yeah, when he told me about that, I was like, oh, yes. What's so great about that is that you know you've got voice actors like the fact that they've aged or whatever is so immaterial like all, like it doesn't matter i love that hey if you want to see what yakko warner looks like in real life watch trek off the motion picture that's um, right uh, i'm so jazzed about it i was like what you know wait yeah. well and what so i like cool. about it is because animaniacs did try a couple of like comeback movies a couple of specials that were bad they weren't very good um oh, really I feel like enough time has passed now, and I know it's being run by the guy who runs Family Guy and Bob's Burgers and stuff, but that's those are more Seth MacFarlane vehicles and really his humor that they're pushing forward, so I'm not going to blame the showrunner on it. Um, I feel like you have people now that understand how good Animaniacs was, and that, much like Star Trek Discovery, I feel like we're in an era where where he knows that there's going to be a microscope on his show and they're going to have to try. And really that's all you got to do. Just try. If you, if you really have people who really take it yeah, seriously, if you really love whatever, like that's, I really like, like that. That's why to me, I think, you know, you need, so a, you need a showrunner. Like you for, could tell the guy that was writing it, directing it, doing the thing, like he grew up on it and he loved it. And that means he gets it, you know, and it's not just about making a, you know, a nerd jizz fest, but having little moments of nerd jizz, but also capture, capturing the spirit of what it was. And that's a hard thing to do if you never loved a thing to begin with, you know, 
I think it is anyway. Um, I, I think that, that what a good showrunner needs, especially on an episodic show like Animaniacs, that is not, um, that is, that, that you were, you don't have to have a storyline. When mm-hmm. you have that kind of show, you need to have a showrunner who is specifically saying, um, we are, uh, you can make an entire episode and if it doesn't meet our, our approval, we'll not run it. It has to be a certain standard for us to run the show. So don't bring me something substandard and we are going to, we are going to be real gatekeepers. Um, that's my hope. I mean, might as well. And, and, and like the, uh, our culturally and like, with the news and and things going on in the world right now like there is so much for them to mine yeah like not just in entertainment but everywhere um that i can't wait to see what they do because it'll be amazing yeah um anyway that is uh that is track off for this week there's so much going on um i uh Yeah. Um uh what a time, man. Like what a like I keep saying that, but like I know, but seriously, you know, man. Listen watching... listen to our show from like six years ago. We're like, well, it's good that there's Marvel, right? We're enjoying yeah, Marvel. Like having the Star Trek like it really is. And Star I Trek two thousand nine. It's, so, it's you know, so difficult, like having to wait, like when I finish well, I was like, oh, I have to Damn it, yeah. why can't I just watch it all right now? <laughs> yeah. I um, become so spoiled. <laughs> Well, and you know what? And I think that I want to be the first one to say um, that uh, that Star Trek 2009 is um, I love those films. They're super fun. Um, but I love those films are super fun, but they're not. Uh, I, the Discovery is has supplanted them in my mind is the Star Trek for today. Um, uh, I want to see more of it. Um, but I'm at a point now where if we don't get to see Chris Pine Kirk anymore, um, I'm kind of okay with it. I'm kind of okay with it if we yeah, don't get to. I mean, I, I love him, but I won't. I'd like to. Yeah. I'd like to. I, I certainly want to see one, especially if it's you know, yeah. good in Star Trek like the last one. But, um, but yeah, having somewhere to get our sort of Star Trek fix on the regs, uh, is nice. I gotta yeah. say. It's pretty great. It's amazing. It's an amazing time to be alive. Yeah. My name is Justin. (laughs) And my name is Alexia. Trekka. Trekka, bitches. Hey, you know what makes us different than all those other podcasts you listen to? We have a movie. There's a movie of this podcast on Amazon Prime right now. Just go right now on Amazon Prime and go look. Check it out. Just search for it. There you go. There it is. Trek off one word just search for Trek off on Amazon Prime or Amazon instant video if you want to rent it if you don't have Amazon Prime as a subscription or if you want to buy the DVD it's there on Amazon but seriously this podcast you got all the way to the end now go watch us and give us reviews and tell the world man a podcast got me made into a movie man how cool is that go look it up and share it love you guys